going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Court of Capes, where your favorite judges discuss rate, rate and rank hero content, live action, animation, and anime. We are talking about Overlord Season 3. Boys, we've made it to the third season of this show. Yeah. Season 3. And when we thought the story had become more linear, we was wrong. Yeah. We was wrong. But, I'm surprisingly okay with that, though. Okay. Hey, JC's oh. coming around. Okay. Okay. With that aspect, you're, you're okay with that aspect. I felt like this storyline was more compelling than the previous one with the lizard people. Oh, <laughs> JC just really hates the lizard people. Man. It's because he's repressing some things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, slimy. You get oh, some slimy. Well, how's how's Lulu doing? How's Lulu doing, Jay Z? We gotta we gotta find out what she's up to. Let me go yeah. check on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, he comes back covered in slime. <laughs> He's like, nothing happened. I did nothing. I did. We just hugged. <laughs> yep, and slapped tails a little bit. Oh man. All right, well, without further ado, let me introduce myself and a fellow judges before we dive into the details of this batch of episodes. I am the renegade darkness correspondent, Judge Shelton. Alongside of me, we have the showman, the conqueror, Judge Cooper. I am very, very crazy. Mm. Oh. All right, we also got not y'all basic average girl and mm. chaos bringer, Judge Brown. I just want to eat. <laughs> How tasty it is. <laughs> oh, goodness. Do you want a few humans with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Six to be exact. We will talk about that because that was something. It was something. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. again, we are covering Overlord Season 3, Episodes 1 through 6. And this will be an interesting conversation. I have some takes about this batch of episodes. That I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. Takes about this batch of episodes and how it contributes to the whole story and my view of the show. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so boys, how are we doing? How are we feeling? Are we feeling good? We feeling yeah. Hot? Ready to talk bones? I'm feeling spanking. All right, so let's get into it. Episode one, A Ruler's Melancholy, which happens to be my episode. Um, Curtis was so right. It feels so much better to just get back-to-back episodes. <laughs> I know, right? It really does. There's no going back for me. Once I started doing that, until it was forced out of me. Yeah, You're welcome. it really was. This batch of episode was forced because I feel like the last two batches of episodes we all got like back to back almost. Probably yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah, it felt pretty good. Like you're hitting those episodes. Like got to focus on those and the other ones you can be a little more casual about, and it's great. And you can enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not this time. Mm-mm. Chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what JC does. Is just keeping up his namesake. Happy to provide my services. His spirit lingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Unlike so that, unlike unlike that of our departed special inquisitor. Oh, oh man. All right. Yeah, spirit died. <laughs> just just gone. Just gone. 
It's but I, when I listen real hard, it's almost like I'd hear him through the walls. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. You can hear a skateboard here and there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first top point for episode one. Are you guys ready? Um, yeah. So uh, Solution just asking for humans. Um. She wasn't. Kind of messed up. Really wasn't discreet about it. Like, you could tell she was being nefarious. Everyone could. But they don't care because their view of humans is just the same as hers. Yeah, she said, ideally, some innocent ones. Yes, innocent yeah. ones would be even better. Like, oh, goodness. Like, where does she... Where Where is she on the gangster meter? Ugh. Or is she on her own scale? She has to be. Like, she's slimy. She's slimy. <laughs> is there a slimy scale? <laughs> She's on her own, like, nightmare scale. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Her... Like, there's definitely been humans worse than her. Yeah. She's, she's up there on that list. Humans. Humans worse than her? Have we met a human worse than Solution? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, all the traffickers oh, are worse. Oh, the traffickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was thinking of, like, main characters. Um, no, not characters, but, yeah, yeah. messed up but, I mean, side. she's very much yeah. like, uh, what's her name, that princess? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Rainier? Renor? Ra yeah, Rainier. Rainier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she is we didn't see her. Sus. We didn't really see her again. No, not in this batch. Nope. But she's in the opening uh, credits, so. Yeah. I mean, we, we, got, we got to see her, right? Yeah. All right. I think so. So, um... Next hot point was that we got to see a slime bath. That's interesting. That was the thing <laughs> in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I apparently, about that. apparently he can feel some things like to that. Yeah, degree. like comfort. Yeah. Which you know, good for him. He was like, he was soaking the bones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for real. It was basically, it's basically like, man, I love this. It gets me into every nook and cranny of my bones. <laughs> Really, Into the crosses. Yeah, the crosses. That's uh that's really interesting. It's cool, like he was speaking to traditional Japanese um customs, which is true. They love their hot baths. They love them some baths. Yeah, some yep. baths. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on Alberto's bicorn? <laughs> the bicorn scene is hilarious. The, yeah, the bicorn scene itself was pretty funny. Uh the fact that they were like so she can't ride it because she actually has some purity about her because you have to because be impure. She's a virgin. To... Yeah. Yeah. And so, but everyone's aware that she is like supposed to be a succubus. Yeah. Very interesting. JC, what's your definition of a succubus? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on the Google. All right. Oh boy. I'm going to do it. Do okay. it. I'm, I'm going to do it in live action. But see. Succubus definition. All right. Um, Let's go. A succubus is a demon or supernatural entity in folklore, in female form, that appears in dreams to seduce men, usually through sexual activity. Boom. Oh. So that's what she's supposed to be? Yep. Yes. And yeah. usually, like, steal their life force or something to that effect. So it's kind of like a dream siren. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's cool, I guess. So there's got to be that aspect that. about it. Yeah, but she hasn't done anything like that. So she's just a failure. Yet. Well, yeah, because she, she's too busy being uh, the administrator of Nazarene. That's bad. Yeah, I thought you were going to say simping over Heinz. That yeah. too. Well, she got yeah, she them pillows. 
And she's got multiple now. Yeah. But I thought it was funny, like, with the bicorn, how um, they're just like, why haven't you named it? I don't know if it's the same one coming every time. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. And we all, we also got a spicy revelation about Shaltier in this little uh, scene, too. Because she's like, yeah, like, I've never been with men, but I have been with women. Yeah. That was something that was said. And you're just like, well, dang. Good for you, Shaltier. I, I don't I don't know. Shaltier. I mean, like, what form was she having when she... I mean, oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Was she full-on, like, uh, vampire mode? Exactly, vampire exactly, order. exactly. I don't know. When they get so excited. Because vampires, right, they kind of go into vampire mode when they get really excited. A little animalistic? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen, well, like, the vampire movies or shows or whatever, but when they start to get towards that, because their blood's flowing, you know... Get all into the Jeff, moment. I don't, I don't need to think about this in my dreams tonight. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, you might see all better in it. Don't go yeah. towards the light, JC. Do not go towards the light. Nope. But no, I thought uh, overall, I thought this episode was hilarious. And I love that uh, Ainz was just like, yeah, how about you all take some time off? Yeah, true. And he just planned, like, made a plan for both the male and female guardians. He's not a bad boss. There we go. No, no. He, he treats them with respect, tries to give them good time off. Yeah. Pretty, pretty does, that, does that take him off, take him down some points on the gangster scale, though? There's actually, okay, there's actually some, open that up. there's actually about, some things. Okay, wait, 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 wait. not yet. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think I know which moment that we should <laughs> approach the gangster meter. All right, Probably. I'll let you bring it up then. All right, I think so. I might be wrong. All right. Uh, next uh, point is, I thought it was funny, Ayn's literally practicing in the mirror how to be a leader. Yeah. Like, how to, yeah. how to move, how to sit, what, how to say certain words, the whole deal. How to be intimidating. Yeah. Yep. Because he's realizing, like, because the Guardians don't, I, like, they worship him still. But when they see his faults, he'll like he'll be afraid, you know, the whole deal like where Demi Urge like outsmarted him and he's like, Oh frick, I gotta figure out a way to do this. But Demi Urge still seems to have a very positive view of him, despite the fact that he's like way smarter than him. Yep. Yep. So how much growing is there occurring? Growing. Um, growing. Growing. Like as as like a character individual like being an npc to a living character i feel like demiurge is not the type to show any of that yeah. right if there is treachery brewing under him he's hiding it real well yeah that's what i'm, I'm i okay i kind of hope there is i want to see some real like because we have yet to meet any characters that can stand up to it like that would be like the ultimate twist like explosion where Demiurge is just like, oh, Ainz, I've taken control. I've known you're an idiot this whole time. That'd be crazy. That yep. would be wild. Yeah. Love that would, to see it. That would, I mean, that would, that would put Demiurge above Sebus. It depends on what happens to Sebus, but, like, for me, that would be crazy. And then Ainz has to meet up with another player to even have a chance against Ooh, Demiurge. Ooh, oh, man, that'd be so much fun. Like, if they turned the whole tomb of Nazarek against him. Ooh. 
I wonder if he I'd... has to like that'd be great for his growth, character yeah. growth. That'd be crazy. And like if he was able to tame them all again, that'd be even wilder. Then he'd be like five times as evil. That's true. That's so true. All right. Um next on point, Mare sitting on Ayn's lap just felt weird. Oh, Mare? Mare, sorry, yeah. I forgot that happened. Yeah, you know, that uh, that definitely happened. Well, that felt weird. And then moving on to the next top point, Alberto. <laughs> oh, gosh. Definitely yep. did some things. Yep. Do I need to leave the room? No, I don't think we're going to go into detail. Um, <laughs> Let's just say maybe Alberto needs to be hashtag canceled. Um, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and she needs to sit through some Title IX videos. Maybe that T video. Yeah. Just watch, yep. just play that T video over and over again. Yeah. I think, she, I think she'll get the message. That was rough. Gotta respect the boundaries, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that definitely did happen. And then everybody was watching. I I mean, like, we, we weren't showing anything. So, exactly, you can, you can literally just kind of, like, what is the Court of Capes canon of what happened? Oh, I mean, looks I, like assault to me. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean that, but like, I mean, I feel, I feel like uh, she was removed before anything. Yeah, happened. Okay, happened. okay, okay. That's that's kind of what I was thinking too. I mean, yep. they didn't show her riding a bike horn. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if she can, all of a sudden, yeah, I yeah. If she can, all of a sudden, ride a bike horn, then then you know it'd be confirmed. But yeah, like, I feel like that. I feel like that'll be brought up later at some point likely yeah. <laughs> she's writing about corn. Uh, like, and, well there we go and then we have the bath scene what happened what was going on what <laughs> what like lucifer what in the world was going on in the baths so so albedo was was being uh what's the little grape dude from my hero no minetta she had her minetta moment yeah she was being a perv yeah yeah and uh, the the guardian of the bath was not having it. Yeah, yeah. He had <laughs> to protect true. the honor of Einzulgo. True, but then all the all the dudes were just like, "We got to go protect them, no matter what we see or what happens." <laughs> all right, man. Like, it just was really weird and felt like like a bunch of youngins doing stuff. <laughs> like it felt like a bunch of children which in some ways they they all act like a bunch of children yeah i did think that this scene was funny though hmm. all right but that is all my points on the first episode my my only points were huh albedo assault signs yeah that's yep that's kind of all you need to write down because there was nothing that forwarded the story whatsoever well, yeah, but I, I like the fact that we got to go back to Nazarite for a while, for the oh, first time, in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Because, like, it, it gave, like, the Floor Guardians a chance to, like, breathe and, like, talk to each other again, which I appreciated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, well, getting, we're getting a lot of uh, the twins, Mare and the, uh, what was the other one again? Uh, wait, 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 I feel like I got this. I have no idea. I feel uh, like I got, I wrote her, Aura. Oh, yeah, Aura and Mare. Aura and Mare. We got a lot of time with them. Yeah, we did. All right, let's move on to Carne Village. Unsmo. 
Okay. Well, first top point. Eins had to be told by Demiurge that he was trying to take over the world. So that right there, I think, is when we should open the floor. Uh, well, I mean, I suppose we can. I mean, okay, okay, yeah. I think we, we, we might need to open the floor later. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll, probably. yeah, we'll probably need to open the floor later. But uh, am I weird? Is it crazy that I was on the same page that Demiurge was on? I mean, we like, all kind of thought yeah, well, we all thought they literally you wanted... talked about it in the second episode. Yes, and just, we've been thinking uh, this whole time the way he treated the lizard people and all that stuff. It, he was doing everything that made it look like he wanted to take over the world. I just wonder what was he actually trying to do? Yeah, what is was he just, trying to do? It's like he does he just have no plan. I guess he just had no plan. Yeah, he's basically putting up this facade for all the guardians, so they don't think he's dumb. Which is hilarious. Yeah. So if 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 he if his plan is not world domination and really don't know how his plan is, how did this guy literally become like one of the leaders of this guild? He really he was good at grinding. Yeah. That that's literally it. He was good at grinding the game. That was it. Yeah. He was very uh singularly focused. So last Last episode, I believe you all came into a consensus that Ainz was a six on the gangster scale. Sounds right. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if you all want to give a full numerical score at this point in the show, or if you want to wait until the end of this batch. We could say where we feel at the moment. Yeah, in, yeah sure. In the moment of this conversation, how this whole conversation went out, I'm like at a four. I was going to say two, so how about oh, we compromise oh, it? Oh, no, 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 no. compromise it three? Yeah, three sounds good to me. Nice. That means uh, he's a little bit of a, what did we say, chump? Yep. Probably. Yeah. A little bit of a chump now. Like, there's gangster and then there's chump. Still shady. But chump. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still shady. Well, I mean, he granted uh, Solutions requests just that they would be evil. But he knows what yeah. she's going to do with them. Yep. Basically sent people to their deaths. Yeah, yeah. And eat, Just to placate, eat, eat them the way that she does. Consume them. That's a better word. Yep, yep. And enjoys their suffering. Yeah. She's something. So he's still definitely shady. Oh, yeah. So, next top point is that Inferia, capital M, stays up all night trying to make potions for He uh, really is trying to show that he is worthwhile, worth this investment. Yeah, it's really, it, I mean, it's interesting how the people, when it seems that everyone in the, uh, in this game, per se, or world, if they approach someone with power, they, like, think that, that it deserves all of their attention or a lot of their attention. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense because they're kind of very much in a world where the classes are heavily yeah. divided. Yeah, and Inferia has inferior ar inferiority complex, so... Yep, straight up. We'll play on words there, boys. Speaking of that, my next top point is that he has no idea how to be with Henry. Mm. No, no, he doesn't. But boys, they cute them trying. Mm. <laughs> Young love. Yep. But Henry's a pretty good leader. 
She is. She, we were seeing that demonstrated in this episode. Yeah. And Henry um, even has a soft point, soft spot for Inferia. Blushing a little bit. Oh, we see some blushes. So we'll see where this all leads. So do you all have anything else to say about them before we move on? Not at this point with this episode. Um, okay. Well, with this episode, we got a background on another species, the goblins, a little bit, and how they live and how they differ from humans and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, like how they're committed to Enri and kind of all want to marry her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I totally blanked, and I was going to bring this up on a later episode because I was like, why in the world do they treat her this way? And I forgot that she summoned them. So She yeah. blew that horn. She blew the horn. She blew the horn, so they are completely dedicated to her. No matter yep. what, basically. Um, uh -huh. But she still treats them with respect. Good for her. She's real good with she them. Is real, real good. Real pure heart. Wholesome. Wholesome. Quite wholesome. A 10 on the wholesome rate. Mm. I'm fine with that. Ah, so, some good stuff going on. Then right. at the end of the episode, they kind of just journey into the woods. They're hearing rumors about war coming to them. Yeah, trying to war figure out is coming. Yep, and there's a bargast, a wolf with a chain. Wolf chain. Yeah. He's attacking this little... Hobgoblin. Hop yeah, hobgoblin. Old goblin kid. Yeah, a little kid. And uh, I, think he, I think the final words that he says in the episode is, War is coming. War is coming. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, move on to episode three. Let's do it. Uh, let's see. Is that mine? Yep. Henri's upheaval. And hectic days. All right. So, um, hot point number one. Uh, how is everyone feeling about the opening theme song number three called um, Veracity? Might be my least favorite. What? <laughs> really? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh. Josh, this is my favorite. Yep. <laughs> you all are gonna have to <laughs> Josh, talk about this. Josh, why why don't you why don't you like this? I I just was not vibing with it. I watched the what? opening intro almost every time too. I didn't skip once. But I I was trying to give it and I was like I was um telling Elena, I was like, Man, I'm just not vibing with this intro. This might be what? my least favorite intro out of the three. It is so unhinged, delightfully so. Mm. And it's like, it sounds like it's from Albedo's perspective. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. yeah, yeah. it, it is. But I just feel like the pacing is very, uh, it's extremely fast, but to me, not in a way that I want to follow. Interesting. Huh. Mm -hmm. I really like the song. To the degree that I might now be willing to say that it has more consistent bangers than even Kim Possible. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, no. That is quite the statement. I would not say that at all. I don't know. It's it's on the same level, at least. I don't know if it's above. What are your thoughts, Curtis? Oh no, I love this theme. Um, but I love all three of the themes up to this point. Yeah. And I'd still probably rank them one, two, and three in the order that they have been presented. I mean, I'd give I give the first theme, Clatonia, like a ten out of ten. I'd mm -hmm. give Go Cry Go like a nine and a half. I'd probably give Veracity like a nine. I think it's I think Veracity is still like in the top like ten percent of songs that we've listened to on this podcast. Yeah, 
Mm. Whereas my ranking would be three, one, two. All very high, nine to ten range. There we go. The only hater here is Josh. <laughs> it is what it is, boys. I really just was not vibing with it at all. And I don't know. Well, you got seven more times to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. So you better listen to it all seven. <laughs> yeah, maybe my perspective will be changed. Um, but yeah, I I appreciate the question, but it just was not vibing with it. All right, so next top point is um, we're finally getting to see what uh, Lupus Regina is up to. Mm-hmm. She is the red-haired Pleiades maid. Yeah, she and is. yes, she is in fact Josh's type. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little, uh, she's a little something, something. <laughs> what were your, uh, what were your reactions to her, John? Oh man, she was just like kind of. Unhinged. She just did whatever she wanted. Didn't care about anything. Whatsoever. Nothing. She just did whatever she wanted. As she did. Um, and uh, the way that she interacted with humans, though, was like she would like a lot of like what you would call Freudian slips, per se. Or she would like say something. She's like, oh, I mean this. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ton of Freudian slips. Because, like, she she was actually trying to come off as a lot more, like, friendly to them. Yes. Which is a nice change of pace coming off the other few maids that are just like, I despise all humans. Yes, she yeah. was a lot friendlier to them in general. And um, she didn't really have any intentions to harm them at all. At least I didn't see. No. Didn't seem that way. No. But, boy, in one of the episodes. Was it this episode? I... No, don't remember. No, I th- n- no, no, it wasn't this episode. Okay, never mind. No, I don't think it was. Okay. Um, my other point was like compared to the other maids, she's definitely more nuanced. Oh no, mm-hmm. it actually is this episode. Wait, really? Down. Yeah, oh, okay. it was like the end of the episode. Remind me what what happened. So I just wrote down Lupus Reg- Regina is sadistic because I think it was that moment where she's just like, man, I don't care what happens to this village. Yeah. Like, Anything could come to them. Like, they're all stupid, and I don't want to do anything. And then later on, Ainz is just like, protect them. And she's yeah. just like, Well, oh. protect. Well, see, Ainz, Ainz's response was actually just to protect the three. Yeah. Um, right, right. His response was to protect the three, um, Inferia, um, Henri, or Henri, and uh, the kid. Right. And he said, I don't care what happens to the rest. Yeah. Well, I thought his grandmother was the third one. Yeah. Oh, it was the third one. Yeah, yeah. Not the kid. Yeah, not the kid. But they had specific... Like, he promised the grandmother, and uh, the only reason he keeps uh, Henri around is because Inferia... It was because... Cares about her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... So, basically, a morality pet. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that... He's just breaking the shadiness scale. Straight up. That's a little gangster. Oh, Okay. Are we okay. moving back up to a four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a wee well, bump I mean, up. I'm kind of an outsider on the gangster rankings until we get to season four when I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Okay. Then then we'll actually have a tiebreaker. All right. All right. So, um, all right. Moving a little bit faster now. Um, we find out that something called the Small Shadow took over for Hamsky in the forest. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. Um, we found some ogres, and yeah. they proceed to put them in the ogre barn. 
where they will live as their ogres. Oh, okay. Um, okay. 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 Th- this is where I guess we can open the, open the discussion. And the biggest question I have about this whole thing is why do people react to Henri this way? Like every creature seems to just uh, like respect her to the utmost just by listening to her. Well, Josh, when you're as wholesome as she is, things just like you. I yeah, I don't I don't understand. I understood the goblins because she summoned them. Well, Josh, you're just not wholesome enough to understand. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no idea. I don't understand. <laughs> like the ogres automatically respected her when she started speaking. Cause she was like, don't do that. Or like, uh, they were mocking her at first, but once she started speaking, they start with like, oh, we're sorry. And they like bowed their heads and whatever. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. What, what happened? Was there a spell involved? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I, in my head, Karen, there's some like sketchy lupus Regina shit going on. There could be. Yeah, there, there could be. I mean, I just feel like there might've been some sort of spell involved that whenever yeah. someone speaks to this, when this woman speaks, like they listen with intent. And there was there was something else that happened. Was it this episode where the, she goes to the, where she goes to the town? Yep, I'm about to get to that. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I mean, because that, this discussion kind of leads into there that woman's response. Oh yeah, the little town side quest. Yeah. So Henri goes into town. She makes a fun joke where she's like, "Man, I'm probably the only person in the world with this bind, having to like pretend you're someone you're not." Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, that, that's a fun <laughs> nod because it it hard cuts to Eins." Yeah, like straight and up. He's like, "He's like, did I just feel something?" <laughs> <laughs> so that that was good. Um, and then uh, so she's in a bind in town, and they're like what are you doing? We saw you with ogres or whatever. You're sketchy. Um, mm-hmm. And then Momon comes to the rescue because that's what heroes do. Yeah. Um, Henri continues to have some adorable adventures because she's too precious and the most sanguine character you can imagine. <laughs> um, and then she comes back. Uh, she gives her... Um, let's see. What are they... What are they called? Uh, goblin friends. Some uh, new weapons because she's a great boss. Yep. And that was so wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a good scene. Um. And then she kind of ends the episode by talking about, well, do I really want to be the permanent chief? Hmm. Which yeah, she should be. Big questions to ask. I think she should be as well. Um, Henry for president. And in some ways, um, so did Alupis. She thought so as well. Um, she said that she was the most qualified. Yeah, I, I do appreciate that Lupus is the most nuanced maid we've met so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Not but to reel back to the town, like the woman that she was speaking to about setting a quest, the woman didn't care about her whatsoever. Henri goes to sleep. Our Henry goes to sleep, and then she wakes up, and the person's treating her completely different. Why? I got the impression that Momon did something. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what I was thinking as well, yes, that Momon did something. And so, because um, I forgot the maid's name. Which one? Lupus Regina? No. Narble? Yes. Yes. That uh, name's hard to remember. 
yeah, yeah. Navarro. Um, where she asked or Nabe, which is Nabe, which she's known by yeah, in. where she was, she asked um, Enri like her quest or whatever. So yeah, so yeah, I guess I guess Momon did say something. So that's the second time he had to step in for her. Okay. So I guess yep. I I guess it's not too crazy. I thought like I was coming to the impression that everyone she spoke to almost listened to her except the the. Oh no that. This scene was specifically Nabe that stepped in and did something. Oh, it was Nabe. Yeah, that was straight up hurt. Yeah. yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that was kind of it. I thought I thought it was funny that the kid goblin was just like, "Why are there women in charge? Like, why are you guys listening to women?" I was like, "It's like back where I come from, the men are the ones that speak." I was like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> just like kid. Let's yep. get with the times here. Yeah, it's uh anybody got a timestamp for this show? Like when when it's set or when it was made? When it when it's set. I don't know, like 1600s, 1500s. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get it. It's, it's 1602. Get with the times. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, that's about it. I didn't really have much to say about this. Um, I thought the fact that there are beasts, snakes, and giants mentioned, um, that, like, this is a video game for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts before we move on? I think I'm good. All right, let's move on to episode four, Giant of the East, Demon Snake of the West. Boys, I don't have many notes for this episode. I have none. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Love it. All right. <laughs> this is actually when Ein said the others are of no, con- no consequence, and as long as the three stay alive. So this, this is when they have a conversation. He's like, "Protect all three. I don't care about anyone else." Yep. Kind of gangster, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, in, in this, some way. this this whole episode is literally centered around Ein's being a gangster and going to shake down a rival gang. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, you either kiss the ring, or I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, he's ba- he's he's very much got the Joker gangster type vibe. Um, Jack Nicholson, that meaning. <laughs> he was a no, no, definitely uh, Jared Leto. Oh, oh gross! Please stop! Oh gosh! <laughs> oh man, was that the worst casting in all the Snyderverse? Not even close. Really, old rounds. Yeah, there, there are plenty that I dislike more than that. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Next point. Aura is um something. The twins are just something in general. I don't. I yeah. don't know what's going on with them. Uh, they like, just be casually killing people. Yeah, they do. They casually kill people, and they're 70 years old, apparently, um, which makes which them done. still children in Dark Elf, because that's what they mm-hmm. are. They're Dark Elves. Yep. And um, But I think they're going through puberty kind of thing. Yeah, at I least on the cusp. They're having some weird emotions that are being expressed, especially towards Heinz. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I don't really like the vibe of that, but... <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, puppy love. Yeah, I feel like we can blame that on the weirdo who created them. 
Yes. Yeah, basically. Because, like, they don't seem to have deviated from their programming much yet. No. No, they have not. This is the most screen time, though, I feel like we've had of them. Yep. Mm, uh, second hot point, the way that Aura dragged that giant snake thing. That was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Aura is a gangster. Yeah, for real. Like, no holes barred. Like, I'd be the most terrified to be in a room with the twins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. I mean, like, remember that scene with the eight fingers? And the twins are like, well, I mean, we could have you be eaten from the inside out again. Yeah. <laughs> again. They don't They don't care whatsoever. Maybe they should be the ones guarding the Iceberg Lounge. <laughs> oh, man. They don't mess around. <laughs> no, they don't mess around at all. They're so scary. And there's just the element for some reason that we find when children do nefarious things, it's even creepier or scarier. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be cute and adorable and nice. Yeah. Well, these twins are not. They're but adorable. Ari eats three times a day. Go for it. <laughs> um, and my last top point was something Ayn said that I think was pretty gangster. All right. He said, what am I? I am death, and I have come for you. Ooh. Gangster. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty gangster. Curtis, I I, mean, well, yeah, yeah. I was actually getting the vibes of one of your favorite quotes from the um, Dark Knight Returns uh, when he's like, you know, uh, I am the surgeon. And, oh, yeah. And yep. this is the operating table. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah, I kind of got some vibes, though definitely not to the, uh, like, uh, utter epicness that that line provided in the movie. Yep. Listen up, son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that scene was so good. I recently rewatched both of those, and they were so good. So mm. freaking good. So freaking good. What is this from? Uh, Dark the Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns Part 1. I need to watch those again. That is some peak Batman right there. Mm, real good. Yeah. I so... Was that quote, Josh, during uh, the fight with the giant? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the, the giant ogre thing, whatever it was. Yeah. 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 That healed itself, and he just kept beating him. Yeah. He was talking disrespectful to the Einzul Gome. Because he had a long name. Makes yep. him a coward. Oof. I don't know who what came up with that bit. That was that? such a dumb bit. bit. Like, come on now. But I did, I did appreciate that Ayn's, like, just kind of scoffed at the stupidity of everything. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, come on and hit me. See how good it does you. Yeah, but the, the, the snake was trying to slither out of connection with them. It's like, I'm not, like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, man. It was classic snake character. Yes. Yeah, they were definitely playing on the snake character. But that is the last of my notes for this episode. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah. Two leaders. I might have less notes for this episode. What's that? Nothing. Less notes. <laughs> the stuff actually happens in this episode. Though. I know. Yeah. I know. So, Karn Village is under attack by a whole bunch of these big ogres. Ogres? Yeah. Yeah, ogres. Some goons. The healing kind. And, uh... Henri and Inferia are trying to protect everybody, and all the goblins are trying their best, and all that good stuff. 
Uh, oh yeah, they're trolls. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. I always get that confused. Trolls, ogres, and goblins. My goodness. So yeah, so the trolls. Uh, one of them wasn't healing. So zombie troll? Yeah, zombie troll. Zombie okay. troll. Uh, I mean. That begs the question, how did these trolls become zombies? Because we know that Ainz and them have the power to raise the dead. Oh, well, no, like, this this was... Ainz sent the trolls to the village. Okay, he that's did. what I thought. Yeah, yeah that's what up. I was going to ask. Like, why are these people... The only like, only person I know of that can actually do this is Ainz. So... Yeah, no, this was straight up, like, Ainz orchestrated this. So why? Just to make them all be indebted to him? Yeah, and to push Inferior further so that he would... Um, both connect with Henri deeper so that he would have someone that could be manipulated if necessary. Okay. That makes sense. Well, that, yeah. Well, I mean, that's not really described in this episode, right? No, not really. Yeah. But makes sense. Especially with the dinner scene at the end. True. We'll get there. So, yeah. So... Basically, Henri and Inferia are running away, and they're being all cute together. It's nice. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, good old Inferia is just getting beat up. Yeah, he's he's doing his best. He's trying, and he's he, he's he's doing a good job, ish. But I love that he was like, I can't believe I survived that hit. I know. He's like, whoa, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, guy. imagine if he died. That would be wild. Eins would look like an idiot. Yeah. Well, he just th- resurrected him. Honestly, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's that. True. Forgot about that. Lives mean nothing to the great Eins Ugo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Josh, are you ready to pledge fealty <laughs> to Eins Ugo? No. <laughs> nope, not at all. Not yeah, not quite. Sh- nope. Does he have to be a 10 on the gangster scale for that to happen? Okay, okay. Is there a possibility you could be gangster but not super shady? Ooh. Hmm. That's a JC question. Gangster. Yeah. But not sorry, exactly. Shady. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like, like, okay. Was Lelouch gangster but not super shady, or was he just 10 out of 10 on both? Lelouch was doing something noble. But he was doing bad things to, you I th- know, in justifies the means. I feel like that. Lelouch was gangster and shady, both for an ultimately quote unquote moral reason. Yeah, I'm not seeing much morality from this guy, and I think that's the big difference. Okay, but I mean, but that still means Lelouch was shady. Can someone yeah. Oh, yeah. not be oh, yeah. super shady but be gangster? I feel like with the premises that we've set up. You have to be shady in order to be gangster. Okay. That's what we've set up, yeah. All right. We we could we could debate that on other scales and whether or not our scales right or wrong, <laughs> but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Well we did lead from shadiness to then gangster. So Yeah. Because yeah. like I think that the idea is if you're a zero on the gangster scale, then you're back to being on the shady the shady scale. scale. Yeah. And I feel like there is very much like if Ein's were it ever to be like quote unquote squishy again, then we could totally demote him back to the shady scale. Yeah. 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 I'm on the same page there. All right. So, yeah. So that's all happening. 
and Lupus Regina just one shot kills the troll. Yeah. Yeah. She tough. What looked like magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just like, oh, you were cute. You tried. <laughs> so I like that. That was a fun. Be scene. gone. Yeah. So then we fast forward a bit, and they're all going to dinner with Einzul Gone. Henri yeah. and Iria and the little sister to Henri. Yeah, and... I don't know the name. No idea. Henri number two. Yeah. <laughs> Henri 2.0. I bet that's in the credits. <laughs> so they all go to the tomb of Nazarek, and they got themselves a fancy meal. Very fancy. Yeah. It was all being laid out, and I was like, I don't know what these things are. Well, dragon steak was mentioned. That sounds interesting. They yeah. done killed the dragon for that. Uh huh. And golden tea ice cream. I'd try it. That's I'd try good. that too. I mean, I tried both of those things. I think um, maybe the dragon snake might be, or the dragon steak might be a little tough. Maybe. I mean, a dragon does have scales, so I guess it's clean. Scaly. <laughs> Slimy. Yeah, I don't know. It, uh... Probably, probably choose the good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. JC um, comes, JC comes up to a dragon. You seem to strike me as a as a kosher beast. <laughs> yeah. I shall fashion a meal out of you. Weren't these I, dragons like five thousand years old? So it was like some sort of like completely like aged meat to a sense that should make it oh, super yeah. tender. Yeah, probably like the perfectly aged meat. Probably. Yeah. I bet Moses himself approved it to be eaten. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um yeah so it was really cute and they're all together and Eins calls them a family oh yeah and that seems kind of wholesome to me jc it, it seems a little wholesome yeah it seems a little it's... wholesome you know vin diesel shows up though like yeah. <laughs> literally Eins just gets in a race car <laughs> it's about family oh my gosh <laughs> oh my, that would be hilarious it would it would but then Eins is like we gotta add this little one to my protection yep that was kind of wholesome too yep Jason what are you trying to say Jason are you trying to push a narrative Jason. I, I, I might be okay can we wait to push that narrative until after the final episode so we can have all of the pieces in front of us. Yes. All right. Yeah. He's somewhere like a 3, 3.5 right now on, <laughs> on this whole gangster chump thing. Uh, yeah. And then Henri and Inferia hold hands, and yeah. she would go after him over Eins. Oh, oh. Well, Josh, okay. that, that was a handhold. Yes, like it was. Like the touchy feely kind. The touchy feely kind. Yeah, but Niffy still got stuff to work through. A little bit. Yeah. I did have to avert my eyes on that scene, but you know. Or Infy. Oh. Sorry, not Niffy. In Infy. Gosh. <laughs> These names. They something. They're yeah. Something. They're the hardest names to remember. Yeah. <laughs> not as bad as uh, some of the ones were in some of the other animes, but you know, it's up there. What other animes? I mean... My Hero's pretty okay. hard. I feel like My Hero's hard because there are so many characters. So many. Well, and, like, I feel like JC struggles with Demon Slayer because they're all just Japanese names. 
Oh yeah, it. yeah, they are very much Japanese names. Demon Slayer's hard. Yeah. Muzan and Tanjiro and Nezuko, Tatsumi. Yeah. Mu- Mu- Muzan Kibutsuji. Kibutsuji. Yep. Close enough. <laughs> JC's like, yeah, it's all Italian. <laughs> I, I feel like Ring, Ring, oh, yeah, Rengoku is pretty easy. Rengoku. Rengoku. Yeah. Rengoku. Rengoku. R.I.P. My guy. R.I.P. He, he up in heaven now. <laughs> Demon heaven. Demon Slayer heaven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, lo- heaven. he's looking down. He's like, Daddy, be good. Be good, Daddy. Ooh, yep. You best be good. Best be good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, those are all my thoughts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's, how, that's about end of episode five for me, too. Uh, title right, Two Leaders. So, all right, before we get to the final episode, because um, this, was, this was basically the end of this arc. Yeah. Um, what did you all think of the Inferia Return to Karn Village arc overall? I liked it. Oof. Okay, the Josh the the, the, like the inferior. Are you talking about the bat? These the, these episodes, like one through five as a whole, or are you talking about just yeah. that arc in general? Well, I mean, like it would technically be two to five, because the first one was just like hanging out in Nazarene. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay, we'll um, end with JC because he's this, probably the most positive on it. Th- th- this will explain um, as to how I feel about it. My first hot point for episode six was finally oh, back God. to the mysterious wizard and that story. <laughs> yeah, that was my uh, first hot uh, point for episode six. So I think that about explains it. Um, so for me, this was probably the slowest point of the show postseason one for me. Yep. I think the Lizardmen are so underrated and so much better than what happened in these last four sleepy episodes. Um, These episodes were sleepy. Can I? They were good. They were good. All right. All right. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I thought I was going to come out with hot points, but honestly, this maybe two through five might have been the worst batch of episodes we've seen. Ha ha! Ooh, man! Josh is breaking it down into mini batches within batches. I'm serious. Like, oh, is it was really rough. I was sitting there watching them, and I was like, "Man, I wish I was doing something else." Ouch! (laughs) My face was aghast at this idea. (laughs) Because this is rough. The Damn. the way that season two ended was so mysterious, and there were so many things that I was interested in, and then they take us down this road. Well, I mean, to be fair, Josh, you and JC were both asking about when we were going to get back to Inferior. Okay, yeah. that's true. I, I was. I was genuine about it. I, I, <laughs> I oh, no, 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 no. We the got back. <laughs> we got back to Inferior, and the quality just dipped. And just yeah, but he he continued doing inferior things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I hey, mean, I was here for it. One of the highlights of the show for me. Solid batch. All right, I, now, JC. <laughs> JC, I have a question for then, you. Then, yeah. Then, yeah, our 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 number one's definitely gonna be different. <laughs> JC, did you enjoy this specific arc more or less than most of Demon Slayer season one? <laughs> Oh, JC's just going to bring the chaos. Whether or not he's being honest or not, you don't matter. JC's just going to bring the chaos. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. JC, his his head is in his hands. 
Yeah, okay. you cannot say that hey, this. I can. I can say a lot of things, Josh. <laughs> um. Okay. So this is better than at least a third of Demon Slayer season one. <laughs> he went there. Okay. Okay. A third of Demon Slayer season one is like leaps and bounds above anything this show's put out. The second third is like a little bit above this, I think. Conversation. A little bit above the best of the show. And then a third is just bad. Of Demon Slayer. (laughs) Yeah. Like anytime that, what's his name? Zenitsu. Yeah, anytime Zenitsu's on screen. I love my boy Zenitsu. Garbage character. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He was better in season two. He was. He was. Because he was asleep for most of it. (laughs) Yeah. He was. Uh, He was sleeping for, like, yeah. When the character has to be asleep to be interesting. Well, that's part of his thing. It's part of his power, all right? Josh, this thing is stupid. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I love Zenitsu through and through. Can't you know, wait to break down Demon Slayer season three or a movie, whichever's next. I Both. love I love Zenitsu through and through, man. I'm you know, I'm gonna be able to love my children when I have them, JC. Are you? <laughs> JC's <laughs> like, this kid is annoying. <laughs> don't, don't care. I'm your child. I don't care. <laughs> Josh, I will shape and fashion my children into my will. There oh you go. yes, yes. Dark <laughs> JC like coming out. Ruler of Nazarene. Exactly. You shall refer to me as gangster daddy from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gangsta poppy. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Um so let's get to invitation to death. All right. A very spicy episode compared to some other episodes of this batch. Uh okay. Yes. So uh hot point number 1. The wizard dude has captured a death knight. That's yeah. wild. Not only that, but he is the Grand Wizard of the Baja Ruth Empire, and the blonde guy is the Emperor of the Baja Ruth Empire. Oh, do you want to explain the Baja Ruth Empire? I mean, they're like the... Basically, there's Riestes, which is where Gazif and all them are from. Uh-huh. There's the Slain Theocracy that we've which seen a couple times. In the south. They're the ones who, they're the ones who attacked Karn Village initially. Mm-hmm. And then the Baja Ruth Empire... Um, is definitely seems like more of an aut- autocratic government than yeah. the Riestes kingdom because the Riestes has a lot of politics with like its is nobles and lords, whereas they just seem to follow the emperor. Yeah, and, and and they mentioned something like annual war, so there's like something about it. It's almost like your evil. It almost seemed like the Baja Ruth Empire was like the evil sister of Riestes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And but I will say they had the the emperor has some sick looking personal guards. Oh, really the like knights! Their, their knights are really cool. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. So then we cut back to Riestes, and um, it's mentioned that Einzulgon kidnapped a hundred thousand people. Yeah, kind of just thrown Be- out there because they're they're in the. Uh, I think the. Uh, I think it's the princess. And, like, the prince are talking or something. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're still looking for the 100,000 people that went missing from the freaking... Oh, from the um, urge thing. The Yaldabaoth incident. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. Crazy. That's thought... a little gangster. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, we meet the first prince of the Riestes kingdom, and he's a piece of work. Nobody likes him. Makes sure. sense why Rainier and her uh, other brother want to overthrow him. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Brain and Climb uh, are back. We're happy to see our precious boys again. Yeah. Uh, Doing some sparring. And, and then we learn that Gazif wants Brain to succeed him. Yeah. That's an interesting little turn of events. Mm-hmm. He sees good in Brain. Some real good. Yeah. Brain definitely is on the redemption track, it seems oh, like. Oh, I think he's already been redeemed, in a sense. Oh. He's definitely... It seems like he's gotten that fire back that they basically just talked about but never shown until season two. Yeah. I, I feel like he learned the... I think he just got super humbled and was just like realizing like some more important things of life. And I think Gazdaf has been an extremely good influence and climb has actually been kind of an influence to him as well. So mm-hmm. their purity has definitely sparked something inside of him. Which makes him an interesting character. Mm-hmm. I like brain a lot, actually. He's grown on me. All right. So then we meet some new adventurers. Ah, uh, yes. They form the adventurer group Foresight. And, um, JC, is it just me? Are they totally about to try and raid Nazarek? A little bit. I'm not going to get attached to them. I mean, maybe they'll succeed. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. 100%. They're, like they're going to put Ainz's head on a silver platter. And they're oh, and yeah. they're and they're basically lost one of their their members, right? Yeah, cuz like, okay, so let, let's talk about to be four of them. Let's talk about Arshay real quick. Um she is one of the adventurers and she has her parents' debt to contend with. That's why she became an adventurer. Mm-hmm. And she also has some serious ability. Mm. Uh, I believe I I think she's a magic user. She is third tier, uh, right? Third yeah, tier. third tier, which is really high for a for, human being. Uh, for a human, yes. I don't remember um, what level Evil Eye is. Fifth, but I feel like it's comparable. Wasn't it? Wasn't it much e- higher for her? Yeah, Evil Eye was fifth tier uh-huh. magic. Fifth, fifth tier. Oh, that's fifth right. Tier. I I I always forget whether it goes up or down on the scale. Uh, no, that, yeah, the higher, the more powerful. Like, like, like otherworldly, crazy magic. Ainz could do like yeah. eighth tier or something like that. That's what he displayed, I think. Um, yeah. So, because wasn't it like a tenth tier magic item that he had when he was like fighting Shaltier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. He busted out the big guns. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she has, she has some serious ability. Uh, this monk guy is cool. He like seem there seems to be some kind of like very Christian noble, yes, yeah, very Christian like, which is interesting to see in this world of not Yggdrasil. Um, we find out that Arshay's parents are dirtbag former nobles, which is kind of an interesting uh, dynamic with her. Yeah, she comes out with an extreme hostility. She's like, "You're a liar, a thief. I don't care about you." Yeah, like they seem like pretty pathetic, and but she has like little sisters that are looking up to her, mm-hmm. which is precious. Precious. Um, and then uh, this is uh, Forsyth's last job, apparently, before they're disbanded and they go their separate ways. Um, so they all come because they've they've gotten this job to raid this ancient tomb that it's insinuated that it could be somewhere we know. 
And they come to the meeting place where a bunch of adventurers are gathered. And we meet this guy named Aria, who has a cool sword, but he also seems to have slaves. And you're like, this guy seems terrible. Yeah, he did have a cool sword. It looks like a giant katana, but... Yeah. And he talked about apparently being on a similar level as, like, Gaza for brain or something. And we're like... And I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. You seem like a chump. Yeah, he does seem like a chump. But it's probably true, honestly, based on the way he was talking. I was like, this sounds about right. But he's true. He looks like a tool because he, like, hit that woman, right? Yep. Uh, Terrible. Canceled! Yep, you canceled. You got canceled, my guy. And then the episode ends with none other than Momon himself coming to help the adventurers raid a mysterious tomb. What did you all think about this episode slash setup for the remainder of season three? I wrote down one word this episode. Boring. What? JC, you have got to be kidding me. Do you even know what good content is? I swear. Oh my freaking goodness. (laughs) (laughs) JC. Oh, I love it. No, no. I, I'm completely genuine. I, I was bored of this episode. Oh, no. There was so much spiciness introduced here, though. Yeah. Okay, okay, JC, JC. Let me, let me, let me come to your side just a little bit, all right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. The, the four characters. Number uh-huh. one, one of my hot points is why are we being introduced to new characters? I'm confused. Do I even want to invest in these characters? Yeah, I feel the same way. All right. So that is the thing. But but once you get to the very end, you're like, okay, that's why we're investing in these characters. Because we're where they're yeah, going. I feel like the whole episode justifies itself. Um, but the fact that the wizards show up on screen, like he was like vastly interesting in the way he talked about himself and they captured that beast. I thought was super cool. We got Brain Gaziv talking about their futures and just like what Gaziv wants for Brain. I feel like this is the story arc that I that was the end of season two and I wanted to come back here immediately. Why did we have to go through the inferior arc? We'll figure <sighs> that out. <laughs> I was living for it. Oh, man. And the whole, uh, the whole, I, the, the Ein's, um, quote at the end where he said, I asked a truly worthless question. Forgive me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Mo, or Momon, sorry. Momon. Um, has definitely interesting things. Okay, let's talk out what he means by that. Are we referring to the fact that he's probably just going to take the quest himself? Are these, okay, these are a bunch of people who are going to do what? They're going to storm Nasrik and get killed? Okay, that's what I thought. So yeah. all of these people are going to try to storm Nasrik. Everybody that's there. What would be yeah. super... Okay, yeah. What would be super interesting is if one of them was a player. Because I still... One of them? One of anyone who's there. Because like, there's a bunch of people there. That'd be wild. Huh. Didn't think of that. I, I keep I keep wanting it, and I don't think I'm gonna get it, but I keep wanting it more and more and more. Give us a player. That would really spice things up. I mean, I, I hope they eventually do it. I think they will. I don't know when. But we like yeah, when like when can we insert that into the story? When we are least expecting it. 
Yeah, the very Excellent. last episode of season four. That's what. <laughs> oh, that that would be hilarious. And that would be horrible. And then and then we look it up, and turns out the show was canceled and stuff like that. And so we don't get this whole arc of PvP. Um, first of all, the show is not canceled, okay. and they're actively working on a movie to continue the next part of the story. Oh. And right. then there's going to be a season after that movie, a la Demon Slayer. Oh. Okay. Well. So there's there's plenty of story left to tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the end of season four might actually introduce the player. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Actually, it's quite likely with the movie. Yeah. True. Quite likely. Hmm. And the movie will come out in like four years. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> is there a time period of when this movie date is set, Curtis? Uh, let me Google it real quick. Uh, let's see. Over Lord movie. <laughs> the Lord, praise the Lord. Um, Over Lord. So, JC, I get that. Like, we're being introduced to new characters, and it's just like, why are we being introduced to new characters now when there's so many other characters that probably need more screen time or more explanation? Um, yeah. Well, there's also the fact that JC doesn't like beginnings, only endings. I thought JC was the whole, like, Alpha and Omega kind of guy, where he's like, I like the beginning, very beginning, and the end. That's what matters. I mean... Well, yeah, this wasn't the very beginning, though. That, that's, that's true. True. It just depends. I don't know. I'm not always consistent. <laughs> I try to be. JC. That's how I... you bring chaos. That is literally how you... <laughs> Exactly. I'm consistent with my chaos. It has not been dated yet, but there is a poster up. Ooh. Uh, let me see here. Um, not to my knowledge. I will screenshot it and send it to the chat, and then Josh will live describe it to the audience since <laughs> we are an audio podcast. Live <laughs> describe it. All right. Actually, I'll just send it to Josh, and then JC can look at it from my phone. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Um, but I totally get that, JC, about what you're talking about. Um, but I honestly thought this was the best episode of The Badge. I think oh. I just like different things about the show than you all. Ooh. I think all three of us like different things about this show. Okay, so we're looking at characters that we have not seen before. I think. I think. Man, it's hard to tell the characters apart. Um... Yeah, no, this is definitely characters we have not seen before. Maybe that's Inferia when he finally got a haircut. <laughs> I don't know what the boy looks like. Or maybe these are a couple of players. No, okay. Maybe yes, maybe. <laughs> she hit the juice. Okay, so the right, the right could be climb. That's about all I got. Could be. Um, could but be. however, he's very much in a different form of armor, so he's gonna have to go through some growth um before that but the left definitely character i don't think we've seen before um unless she's introduced in this season later oh we also got introduced to a half elf this half elf yep mm, yes yes i like her character design Mm-hmm. same she seems like my type so we got very hot and cold kind of vibes going on here Literally half uh, fire, half ice, one side mm. or the other. D 
don't know what Which that's Which makes for interesting discussions. It does. Is this a battle of kingdoms? What is going on? It says right here, I'm seeing in the screenshot you took, called. it's called the Holy Kingdom Arc. Spassy. Real hmm. spassy. I like it. I like I'm it. I'm Mm-hmm. Let's go. All right. So, shall we rank these sods? Yeah. Let's let's get it on. Um, JC, you said you were done, yes? Yeah. Do we go ahead? Yes. Okay. Let's hear this nonsense. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for for some. How dare you? <laughs> Coming in at number six, we got none other than Invitation to Death. That is okay. so good. Is there a way we can cancel JC? Like, Yeah, we need to cancel JC. Like, absolutely. Or You're done. Can, let's give him a temporary punitive title. Oh, oh my. God. Oh, drop him below, Judge. This is a bold introduction. JC. Right. I will use this in the future with glee. <laughs> so, um, JC is normally known as the Chaos Bringer. Yes. But uh, I think you should, t- from today until the end of the episode, be known as the Milk Toast Bringer. Oh, <laughs> he's got some Mark- Milk Toast opinions. For real. For real, JC. That oh, just killed JC. Oh, my word. Hilarious. You were not expecting that one. No, I was not. No, I was not. <laughs> it's like, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> All I right. will wear said title with pride. Okay. Right. Number five. Giants of the East, Demon Snake of the West. Right on. Right on. Nice, nice. Kind of a boring episode, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Then up from there, number four, we got Karn Village once more. Cool. Pretty good. A little slow, but good. I enjoyed it. I enjoy the characters, unlike you guys. Hey, I enjoy the characters. It's just, this is, this was sleepy, I suppose. So number three, we got a ruler's melancholy? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. Then up from there, Henri's upheaval and hectic days. The number one, two leaders. All right. And I stand by that opinion strongly. I like that episode. It was cute. It got some good stuff. JC, I almost agree with you, except like one, like six. Like, yeah, like, like number I, six is number one. I I'm, I'm not too far off either. I will go next <laughs> and we'll see if me and Josh had the same list. I think there's probably going to be one that we disagree with at least. Yeah. All right. So at the bottom, I have Karn Village once more. Then Henri's upheaval at number five. Giant of the East, Demon Snake of the West at number four. A ruler's melancholy at number three. Same as JC. Two leaders at number two, and invitation to death at number one. Makes sense. We got some things in common. Some themes. Some common ground. Yeah. Yeah. Some common ground for sure. <laughs> All right, so at the very bottom, ladies and gentlemen, we got Giant of the East and Demon Snake of the West. Yeah, no, like the the bottom three for me are pretty interchangeable. Did you uh, did you put uh, Carnville at the bottom? Yeah. Okay. That's yep. Fine. At yep at the number five, we have Con Village once more. And then at number four, we actually have Ruler's Melancholy. Okay. Those and, are all in order with us. Oh, yeah. Um, and then at number three, we got Henri's Upheaval. At number two, we got two leaders. And number one, Invitation to Death. Let's go! 
The only difference in our list, Josh, is where Invitation to Death is. Yeah, that's what I told you. I literally said that. I said the only difference, like, we're literally on the same thing, except for your six. I didn't realize you meant in every single way, though. <laughs> yeah. It's the only difference. <laughs> that's amazing. I don't know Hilarious. how that happens. Hilarious. Absolutely don't know how it happens. Um... We're we're so close to having the same opinions, but then so far <laughs> one thing. Yeah, there's always one thing that I think is absolutely drastic where JC <laughs> just misses for me. Just Story misses. Of the yeah, for oh. real. Yeah, we're we're like on sync with so many different things. It's like it's yeah. almost like you know, Nightwing's our favorite hero, but then like for yeah. drastically different reasons. Like that's not the actual truth, but like it, right. it it's just like how it would feel. Yeah, because. Yeah, or the fact like JC loves Nightwing because he's a complex emotional character, and then Josh likes him because he's blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for a completely different. Um, but Nightwing is one of the best characters of all time. I yes, said it, and he is blue. He is blue. I like yeah, blue. Sometimes red, and the reason he was uh, like bird was drawn as red was because the artist just wanted to do something different. No significant reason whatsoever. Fun. <laughs> I actually a little more on on board with the red bird versus JC. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> not not here before JC cancels Josh. <laughs> the milk toast can't cancel anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody whatsoever. <laughs> but Curtis, are you ready to bring draft. up the episodes? Let's draft. Let's draft. Let's draft. Let's draft. All right, okay. I get the first choice, then Josh, then Curtis. No, oh, I get the third pick. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Although that means I only have two episodes. So. I got three. Okay. Let's make them all separate places. Oh, please, no. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Oh, we have the power. Give us. All right. So, uh, episode, the first episode, Butterfly Entangled in a Spider's Web. That's fun. A Handful of Hope, War of Words, Preparation for War, Another Battle, Massacre, Whoa. and Player versus Player. Mm. I think right. I know where JC's going. I know exactly where JC's going. The lowest of low-hanging fruit. Oh, man. It is ripe and succulent for you it, to pick, JC. It is. Am I too kind, though? You're not too kind. Oh, uh... I'll take another battle. Oh! Oh, dang! Another battle. Oh, shoot, man. All right. Josh has the next pick. Perhaps I'm just too kind. I'm benevolent. Maybe maybe I'm too kind. Whoa. Maybe I'm too kind. Or maybe y'all are just trying to block me from getting back-to-back episodes. Maybe (laughs) I'm too kind. That's not kind at all. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it anyways. Okay, I'm gonna go with Massacre. Whoa. Nice. That title is very dark. It mm-hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. All right, I'll take player versus player. Whoa. Oh, so you're gonna mix it up anyways, Curtis. You had the option, all right? You literally had the option. On you you could, yeah, this is on you. I have a, I have a carefully crafted gambit. Mm. All right. All right, JC, you're up. Well, at this point, I'll be self-serving. Preparation for war. Nice. Mm. But can he get three in a row? (laughs) I'm going to go with a handful of hope. 
Nice. Yes, I got what I wanted. <laughs> you see, fellers, the uh, the next best thing to having a back-to-back episode is having one at the beginning and one at the end. Nice. Yeah. So I will be taking a butterfly, butterfly entangled and spider's web. That's how the song go, right? Butterfly entangled in the spider's web. It's in a book. <laughs> Take a Wow, JC, you did get three in a row. I got three in a row. (laughs) Yeah, war of words for JC. Maybe I won. Maybe (laughs) JC. you're literally watching three back-to-back episodes of you having to focus. Did you really win? (laughs) I mean, I'll just be in the zone and never get out of it. There you go. It's fine. Better than never knowing when you're in the zone and then being like, huh, I should have taken notes on that. Mm. Out of heaven. Okay, okay. Mm, I'm happy with my choice of massacre. I'm definitely. Hopefully, uh... hopefully the massacring happens within the episode, <laughs> and it's yeah, not just yeah. build up to the last yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, it's literally or, not build or... up to the very end. We're like, okay, now the massacre. Happens. Like, what? Or it's dealing with the massacre that just occurred. Oh damn! Oh gosh. Yikes! Uh, That's some Iron Man armored adventures type stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything more to say, good sirs, before we I'm sign hi- off? I'm hyped to see where the raid on Menagerie goes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right. So we have this episode coming out, as well as we will be recording very soon our 2022 recap of the MCU. Let's go. For MCU case files. Whenever which... you finally catch up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yep. Next week, I will be completely caught up, and we'll be able. He's to not do that. I will nah. do it. I will do it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I okay. This is this is what I promise so to do. Okay. The entire MCU by the time I, he's done. This 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 is what I have. This is what I do. I definitely watch Werewolf by Night. All right, that'll happen. And then I will watch the rest of Miss Marvel. And that's all I technically all I have to do, right? I don't have anything have else. Have you done the Guardian special? Yeah, I watched the Guardian special. Okay. Well, we will see. Mm-hmm. But what we will be provided in that episode um, will be our rankings of the MCU, which includes the shows as well, right? And the specials. And the specials, which we'll have to clarify exactly what those are. Um... And how Phase 4 went, in our eyes. Maybe give it a grade. Grade. Um, and then Thanks. our future thoughts on 5 and 6. Whoa. Sounds like a beefy episode. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Real beefy. Real and we beefy. hit three hours? Yes. We already did. <laughs> did we? We did For with that. our egg Supreme Court. Or the, yeah, 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 the Supreme Court. That was a chunky. <laughs> that was real chunky. I should have get a forewarning for the audience. Please bring your knives and forks. This is going to be chunky. Just like this is almost as long as that their Avatar movie. Oh, uh, actually, it's technically longer. How long was Avatar? It was like three and a half hours. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, never mind then. Never mind. Yeah, we didn't quite hit three and a half. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We are the Court of Capes, where your favorite judges discuss rate, uh, rate, rate <laughs> and rank hero content, uh, live action, animation, and anime. 
we are some good judges, um, but today a judge got demoted, <coughs> and um, I just wanted to say, JC, the, uh -huh. the, that demotion was well earned. You put in good work for that. Thank you. I tried pretty hard. Good freaking work. Uh, to, be, to be fair, JC, me and you gang up on Josh all the freaking time. All yes, the time. yes, literally all the time. <laughs> Oh, man. In fact, uh, Josh could add to his titles the persecuted one. <laughs> this is why I am the darkness correspondent. <laughs> it is on you. We were the villain origin story for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you can find us on Spotify, um, Anchor Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, or other podcast services around the globe. Please listen to our other stuff. We also do MCU stuff, as I've mentioned here, called MCU Case Files. We've um, reviewed other movies, such as the non-relevant Black Adam movie that is currently just completely lost relevance. About Yeah? Yeah. Don't matter at all. Nope, don't matter at all. And, I mean, do any of us really tell people to go watch that film anyways? I still haven't seen it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've I literally lost all motivation to really see it, Curtis, though, right? Like, Correct. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. It's, it's completely fair. I mean, Josh, are you going to watch the rest of these movies that are coming out right now? I have to watch The Flash. I feel like I'm obligated. I have no desire to see that movie. Uh, there's just stuff in it that's... Apparently, there was the Henry Cavill cameo, but that's been taken out. Got cut. Got cut. I mean, And someone it. else's cameo got cut, too. I forgot. I think it was it wasn't Gal Gadot. Oh, it was Wonder Gal Gadot. Yeah, it was Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yeah, she got cut. Yep, less and less reason to see it all the time. Yeah, but you might get to see Michael Keaton as Batman once again, which will be kind of cool. Um, uh, I realize that we're like coming to the end of this episode, but uh, on other DC movies, apparently there was um, supposed to be a Batman Beyond type story going on well yeah that was obvious they were setting that up but yeah no more no more rip josh i'm sorry yeah like literally i've asked for a batman beyond live action type story for a long 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 time i think you'll still see it eventually yeah i don't i okay i haven't lost faith in dc i believe in james gunn all right there we go. I should literally make that a shirt because for some, everyone on, on Facebook and all the social media platforms are like, DC is now dead and all this stuff. And I say, you know what? James Gunn has, it seems that he has the ability to make us care about characters that we didn't think about or really care about. That's fair. He made Peacemaker a freaking amazing show. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. While it was extremely graphic um, and mature, it, it was still a great show. It was a fantastic show. Yep. One of the best shows of the year. People forget that. Yeah, it was this year. I Dang. actually I forgot about that too. It was great. <laughs> it was it was a great show. It was it was a ton yeah, was. of fun. There was so much mystery. There were like there was way to everything that was being done. It was great. I mean, he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Is he doing the third one? Yeah. He is. Okay. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. A group of people nobody cared about. I love the films. The second one not as much as the first one. The first one was a banger to me. Third um, one is probably going to be a banger. Yeah, third one's probably going to be a banger. All right? Absolutely. He gave us the second Suicide Squad. It was great. Absolute banger. So good. I feel like, I mean, I realize I'm going on a DC rant right now. I don't care. I don't care at all. 
All right? If, if you don't care one bit about what I'm talking about right now, you can end the episode. Good for you. <laughs> so Good many people you. just clicked. Yeah, so many people just completely clicked. I don't care right now because I have logical reasons as to why I believe James Gunn can lead <laughs> DC into new light and into a new uh, like movie slash TV show platform or like uh, company that will be enjoyable for everybody. I feel like we should have a whole DC rant video. Yeah. Yeah, like, we take a look at like, the state of DC and talk yeah. about all the movies. Yeah, yeah, literally state of DC, like all the faults has happened in some hits, some misses, where we think it should be going, how James Gunn because I think like there there's stuff. I feel like he might bring on Superboy since Henry Cavill's like, you know, can I don't think he's going to even bring Superman to the picture. I think we're going to get a Superboy like character or even or even uh Calvin Harris was his name. Black Superman. Oh, oh, the one that, uh... That's in the, the alternate universe. Huh? Michael B. Jordan? Did that? I thought no, that... Michael answer. Jordan, Michael Jordan was, um, was, was towards someone uh, else. Like, was thinking yeah. of a different Superman. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I feel like he has, he can, um, bring DC a completely into a, a completely different area that people are expecting, but make it really enjoyable for everybody. Um, and just do really well with that. It's just, people are just going to be complaining because they might not be the main characters that he, that everyone wants. Yeah. I mean, I'm satisfied right now because we got Matt Reeves, Batman. There you go. Yep. I mean, with that, I mean like James Gunn could bring his Nightwing. I mean, if anyone's can do it, I feel like he can. It'd be nice. We were promised a Nightwing movie that was supposed to come out in, like, what, 2019? Yeah. And um, I feel like he could do it. I really do. Am I right about that? Was it supposed to come out in 19? I feel like it was. I don't know. This is this has been a wild ride for DC. It, it has, <laughs> and I'm just holding on to the bits and pieces that I can. Flash was supposed to come out in, like, 2018 or something. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <sighs> crazy absolutely crazy but anyways that's some of the rant we'll probably we might even come up with a dc rant episode where we got our mcu one that we're going to talk about and then we're going to talk about our dc one and just the future of each company and where we think should be going any yep. final words towards the audience boys time for more bone talk next week Mobo oh, uh, what, what was the official what was the official gangster uh, oh rating? that's oh, right official gosh. gangster rating wait 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 everyone come back we're being relevant again come back you better turn <laughs> this episode back on we're getting back on topic <laughs> back on topic um okay so what so what's happened since we gave him a three on the gangster rating uh he was super nice to a kid and and a couple yep and then he sent a whole bunch of people to die theoretically Maybe, if that's in the plan. Oh, you mean the very end of six? Yeah. Yeah. Where would you put him, Josh? Well, okay. Okay, I feel like I feel like the the end could actually be um, viewed in two different ways. Oh. Um, the end could be either sending them all to die, um, which it uh -huh. did seem that it was pretty nefarious based on the way it ended. However, yep. it could maybe be viewed as uh, this was a truly cr worthless question because I know, like, I'm going to stop all of you from doing this. Don't know how he's going to oh. do it, but he's just going to stop them all from doing it. 
to like basically give Momon more adventure points. Yeah. That could be the end game. Could be. Basically, that's what I was going. That's what I was thinking. Like, oh, maybe he could be doing that. I feel like he just has way too much fun as Momon. <laughs> he does, but you, he's trying to You and fun. me would both have the same amount of fun as Momon. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> All right. So, and the gangster rating. Start the bidding, here. Josh. Can I start another fight? <laughs> I'm going to end actually at a five. Two. Whoa. Two, Josh. What is this madness? Why would he go up? <laughs> because he might be slaughtering all of them to go die. There is an episode called Massacre. There is, but did, that is not something. This is based. This hundred thousand yeah. people. Yes, he did. He and also said the others are of no consequence as long as the three stay alive. Come on now. Come on. We left it at a three. I'd go up to a four. Okay. Okay. I, I'm okay with the four, but I'm going to end with this. When he said this, this is pretty gangster. When he said, what am I? I am death, and I have come for you. Come on. He is death. That's a pretty gangster thing to say. 4.1. <laughs> right. Ended on a four point one. So let it be written. You know what? I will write this down. So, so let, it, let be it be done. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, uh, go enjoy your day, midday, night, whenever you're listening to this episode. Much appreciated. Thank you for supporting the podcast. I we will see you next time. Peace out. Yeah. See ya later.